Welcome to Hole in the Air. L.A. City Council Member Mitch O'Farrell chairs the city's Homelessness and Poverty Committee. On August 13th of this year, a member of our podcast team chatted with Council Member O'Farrell about the committee and its work and what the City of Los Angeles is doing to remedy our crisis of homelessness. Hello, everyone. This is Hole in the Air, and we are delighted to have with us Los Angeles City Council Member Mitch O'Farrell, the council member who represents the 13th Council District of Los Angeles. We're primarily or maybe even exclusively going to discuss homelessness, and that's because he has some very significant uh, leadership roles and also is involved with a, a, a very important and beneficial effort. Uh, leading the way for the city, helping to lead the way for the city to deal with homelessness and to help people who are currently among the homeless population. Thank you, Paul. I'd like to ask you about the committee you chair. Mm-hmm. So I chair a committee, and it's called Homeless and, Homelessness and Poverty. And this committee was created in the last couple of years uh, to deal with what I would characterize, without hyperbole at all, Uh, the number one crises facing the city and county of Los Angeles. So the responsibility is immense, but the epic crises uh, demands nothing less from all of us. And what are some of the efforts, or what is the key effort that uh, is now underway? So in the fall of 2016, just over two and a half years ago, voters in the city of Los Angeles did something groundbreaking, and they voted in a high Uh, numbers uh, to overwhelmingly approve a ballot initiative that creates a bond to finance permanent supportive housing uh, for uh, people experiencing homelessness in the city of Los Angeles, uh, up to 10,000 units. And it's a $1.2 billion bond. And just six months later, in the spring of 2017, the county of Los Angeles, which is beyond just the city, Uh, voted overwhelmingly to approve what's called Measure H, which provides the services, the wraparound services, mental health services, et cetera, that people experiencing homelessness absolutely need to get back on their feet. So the county measure was Measure H, and the preceding measure, the one that was six months before, earlier um, than that, approved by the city, that was Measure... Measure HHH. And we are the only city and only county in in the entire state of California that has voted to tax themselves and create a bond of $1.2 billion. Uh, And so recently our own city newspaper, the LA Times, uh, came out with an article just yesterday that says that Los Angeles is a model for the rest of the nation on how to deal with homelessness. So the the case that I'm making is that we're making real progress now. We have 7,500 units of permanent supportive housing Uh, approved by HHH and funded by HHH in the pipeline now, approved, under construction, funded, with about 1,400 of those units opening within a year. So we're producing, but we are going to need to keep producing well beyond the 10,000 units because, according to the latest point-in-time count uh, from our Homeless Services Authority, there are over 36,000 Angelinos in the city limits who are experiencing homelessness. So we need way beyond just the 10,000. And the city has the resources. The state has the resources. The state has a 21.4 billion, with a B, dollar state surplus. And it's supposedly the rainy day fund. Well, it's not raining, it's pouring. In fact, there's a tsunami. And we're not always going to be this flush. So we need to act right now very declaratively at the local, 
uh, county and state level in California. And I'll go even further. Congresswoman Maxine Waters has a federal bill of $23 billion to tackle homelessness across the United States. So that's the Fed stepping in, and I hope that has traction as well. And to be clear, this uh, money, the funds that have been approved, they're not going to create some giant bureaucracy. They're going to uh, deal directly with the, uh, the set of problems, the array of problems that are associated with homelessness. Is that correct? That's a great point, because with the creation of the Measure HHH fund, we did not create a new bureaucracy at all. In fact, all of the administrative work is being handled by our own Housing and Community Investment Department. So there is no new bureaucracy. Uh, nearly all of that money is going to the production of permanent supportive housing. That's why I think we're making the case very strongly with the state to come in and support this initiative that is working in the city of Los Angeles. And it could be a model for the rest of the state, if not the rest of the country. Somewhat in the process of embarking in that direction. Mm -hmm. And one of the means is to get the state to match funds. That's exactly right, because this year the state of California really came through, but only allocated $625 million for the entire state to deal with homelessness. Now, if L.A. City alone can come up with $1.2 billion and the state has a, a surplus of $21.4, again, billion dollars, then I, I think we can make the case. And, and uh, some would argue that that $625 million for homelessness, again, spread across the entire state, of which the city of Los Angeles got $124 million, which is not peanuts. That's going to help. But that... Could be, one could argue that that's a handout. Now we're asking for a hand up because we're asking for a match. We have skin in the game. We're putting, literally, voters are putting skin in the game in the city of Los Angeles. I think we can make a strong case that the state should match us halfway. And if we do that and other municipalities follow, then we're really getting in on the game of addressing homelessness in the state of California. So I think that's where we're headed. And lastly, let me just punctuate this. This, the county of Los Angeles has over half of the state's homeless population. So we need to do that right here, right now. And I assume you're working hand-in-hand -hand with a lot of nonprofits and public-private partnerships? We are. Uh, there are lots of coalitions that we're working with uh, to support this effort. Um, I just made a pitch to the county Democratic Party to support these efforts so that the state party can follow. Uh, and we are definitely building a coalition. And when I was in Sacramento last month, we met with lots of uh, state uh, elected officials, including outside of L.A. County, including San Jose. We'll go back and we'll meet with more. And we're making the case, you know, one decision maker at a time. But it's resonating. It's resonating with the governor's office. It's resonating with the state senators and assembly members that I've met with. And it's resonating with Angelinos. Uh, and I have the support of my council colleagues and the mayor so I think we're on to something. And you are also talking to other cities. I think you mentioned San Jose, mm -hmm. uh, San Francisco, I'm guessing. Yeah, Sacramento. And we'll, we'll make another round of visits so that by the time someone can introduce legislation, everyone will know it's coming. And they can hash out the details. And I'm telling everyone, look, we don't want just a blank check. I don't expect to come back with a $1.2 billion check from the state. But I do expect a mechanism wherein we can meet certain criteria and it'll give us that match so that when, this, when the city uh, expends resources to help solve this problem, the state can match in increments. 
And I think that will uh, be a great working relationship and provide the checks and balances that we righteously should demand. And while all this is happening in terms of attempting to, and successfully, really, uh, uh, going forward in creating policies and, again, partnerships uh, that help deal with this constructively on a societal basis and on a governmental basis, uh, you are also, I assume, you and your staff are doing the work in the block by block, mm -hmm. person by person, where there are maybe encampments, where there may be people who are in danger of becoming homeless or who are currently homeless. I assume that you are, and your office is, going out and working with everybody mm -hmm. on a very human, one-to-one, -one, oftentimes, basis. So it's not just a policy issue. It's also just a human humanity issue. Am I correct? It's another really good point, Paul, because my office and, and where we are, the 13th District, we know how to deal with homelessness. We've been doing that for going on seven years now. There is a reason that in the homeless count last year, the 13th District saw a reduction in homelessness of 10% when the city saw a double-digit increase. Now, this year, we had zero growth in homelessness in the 13th District, and the city saw a 16% increase. We are creating um, lots of uh, rent-covenanted affordable housing, we're building lots of permanent supportive housing and bridge housing, which is temporary shelters. So in the 13th District, I invite anyone to look at what we're doing as a microcosm of what we could be doing across the state, and especially if we have an infusion of resources to help us. If we can really solve the problem in Los Angeles and nearly eliminate homelessness entirely, then that's the template that we can roll out everywhere. So. We're a laboratory, but we're also a real, living, breathing city with lots of issues, but also lots of resources and lots of motivation. So I welcome anyone to take a good, close look at us, a city, and a district as a microcosm of solutions that we could share with the rest of the state. And some of the communities in the 13th Council District are? So I have uh, Historic Hollywood, East Hollywood. We have Silver Lake Echo Park at Water Village. Um, we also have part of Koreatown, Glassell Park, Elysian Valley, um, Virgil Village, uh, the Rampart area. Um, we, have, we have 12 distinct neighborhoods, uh, and it really is it's an urban core district. So we have urban core issues, uh, but we also have areas that are experiencing displacement due to other issues that we can get into into another podcast because there, there's a state connection with that as well that we need to address. Uh, but yes, my district is very vibrant, uh, lots of investment uh, to the tune of the, in billions of dollars of investment in my district. Uh, so it's, it's very active, it's historic, and uh, lot, uh, there, there's lots of empowerment in our neighborhoods, people who care deeply about where they live and what becomes of their communities. But all of the uh, trends are moving in the right direction, um, uh, where, where crime is being reduced greatly, significantly, so the district is safer. Uh, we have uh, unprecedented levels of investment, as I mentioned, and we're experiencing economic growth, and average household income is increasing in the 13th. Uh, it's really important to me, though, that as we, I think, experience all this investment in growth and development in, in the city of Los Angeles, 
that it doesn't result in further displacement, uh, which is what a lot of people will call gentrification. Displacement's the issue, though, and I want to, uh, you know, land in a place where we can uh, create policy that helps keep people where they live while we help lift them out of poverty. Well, I'd like to thank you so much. I do uh, want our listeners to, to recognize that this is not a simple challenge because there are so many different issues. There are so many different laws in place, laws that get challenged a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the public, I think, ranks this probably as the number one issue in Los Angeles and maybe across the state. But clearly, uh, there are all kinds of of distinct issues and overlapping issues to confront and to resolve, and it takes focused leadership and resources. So I think that's what, what we're talking about. So I want to thank you so much for your leadership on this issue and uh, on all issues. Thank you kindly, Paul. I appreciate it. Is there is there any uh, website in particular that uh, address that should be handed out to people if they want to uh, follow the issues? Uh, and, you're, and what you're up to? Uh, I'm on social media. Um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of social media about this on a regular basis, at Mitch O'Farrell, M-I-T-C-H-O-F-A-R-R-E-L-L, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Mitch O'Farrell, uh, my Facebook page, and then cd13.org uh, for my website. So we give updates regularly. Okay, again, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. You can share a comment, question, or idea by emailing us at slenunciator at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can find more of our podcasts at slenunciator.com. Wherever you may be, have a lovely day.